0: Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and The Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the preacher. Mm,
1: Yes, and using deductive reasoning, that must mean that I am Trevor, the piano man. Whoa, Trevor, you sound really smart right now. Yes, you see, I was thinking in my mind palace the other day and remembered a conversation that I had with my own mother. She said, you must think you're really smart when I said something snappy to her. And so I got to thinking. And then I got to really thinking. And I thought, perhaps I should be smart again. So I started to drink these smart waters. I don't know if you've ever seen them before. And mm, delicious. Two hydrogen, one oxygen. Delicious, delicious. But I feel like it's working. I'm starting to become more smart.
0: Wait. Trevor, first off, I don't think your mom was saying you were a smart person. She was saying you are being a smart aleck. No, she's, she literally said, you must think you're really smart. And okay, I what, thought, and oh, al- I must do this. No, also, you do know that smart water doesn't make you smart. It's just water, right? Eureka. Oh, boy. Interesting.
1: Well, oh, wait a second. I don't even know what Eureka means. And I'm all out of smart water. And I'm back to normal, Trev. Oh, well. I guess on today's episode, we'll just keep on doing our normal thing. You know, you're going to tell us some cool Bible stories. I'm going to ask some clarifying questions, maybe. And uh, and at
0: the very end, I'm going to sing a song about it. That's right. And in today's episode, we are going to meet royalty kids. <laughs> But squires, fair ladies, and children of the kingdom, pay heed. Give your attention, because I am pleased to announce the arrival of the king. All hail King Jesus, son of God, son of man, son of David, prince of peace, lord of lords. His government and peace is without end. All hail King Jesus, and no, he's not Elvis, and no, he's not the Burger King, and no, he's not LeBron. He is the king of kings. King Jesus, all hail the King! Let's do it. Hit the King song.
1: Put down those yummy goldfish.
0: Because guess what?
1: We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Time it will be grand it's the and the piano man.
0: Alright, well our vocab word today, kids, is a phrase. Uh, kingdom of God. Kids, can you say Kingdom of God?
2: Kingdom
0: of, of God. It's super simple. Wow, that uh, they did their homework. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. All right, well. You're right, it is is super simple to say. And the definition is also simple too, kids. Uh, The kingdom of God is wherever and whenever God rules. So basically anytime you obey King Jesus and you let his rules rule your life, the kingdom of God is right there in that moment, wherever you're at, because Jesus is king. When you forgive someone who hurt your feelings, when you share your favorite toy, when you control your emotions at the big game, when you tell your friend about Jesus' love, when you serve the homeless in your city, or when you go to church and sing worship songs, the kingdom of God is wherever and whenever God is ruling in your life. And according to the gospels, this was the main topic of Jesus' teaching, the kingdom of God. In Mark chapter one, verses 14 and 15, we get a summary of Jesus's teaching ministry. This is what the Bible says. It says, Jesus went into Galilee where he preached God's good news. The time promised by God has come at last, he announced. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. So the kingdom is God's, the kingdom is near and the kingdom is good news. That was Jesus's message and I Love me some good news from Jesus. Don't you love good news, Trevor? We interrupt your car
1: ride with some breaking news. A man from Idaho with more than 250 Guinness World Records has added a new one to his resume by balancing a guitar on his forehead for an hour and 46 minutes. I guess you can say he picked a good one to go for. I've been Trevor Marshall, and that's good news.
0: Wow hundred and forty six that's pretty impressive. And Trevor, you you did it again, the cameras, the is it the beef jerky addiction? Is this why no, we're still doing
1: different. it? It's different. It's different. I finally was able to break that addiction. Oh and I'm on to Slim Jims now.
0: Wait, you broke your beef jerky addiction for Slim Jims? Yeah, totally different. Dude that you do know that the same thing? Slim Jims or beef jerky. Eureka. Oh boy. Okay. Thanks, Trevor. Now, back to the kingdom. Uh, Jesus taught all sorts of things about his kingdom. But here's the key theme you need to know, kids. Jesus taught that his kingdom was an upside-down kingdom, an upside-down kingdom. Now, I'm gonna spend the rest of the episode explaining that. But before we explain it, I wanna illustrate it for you kids, all right? I brought with me today something that I found in the, the church closet. It's called a gravity Defibrillator. And
1: according to—have what y- have you heard of these before? Of course I've heard of a gravity defibrillator.
0: Yeah, so it, it's in the church closet. I don't mean like—there's all sorts of stuff in the church closet. So if, if, you, if I push this button right here, then I think it's supposed to turn everything upside down. So you guys want to try this out? Yeah, let All do right, it. well, on the count of three, we're going to defibulate the gravity. Here we go. Three, two, one— Whoa. 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 Oh. Oh.
1: oh! The population has been deified.
0: Oh. The, the carpet is the ceiling, but
1: the ceiling is the, the carpet. I don't know what to do. I can't remember if the toes are supposed to be where the hands are or if the feet... Are- I'm tasting with my ears and my shoes are on my, my hands. The things are really strange here. They're stranger things here. I just sneezed and boogers went in my nose, not out of my nose. Those people are using a microwave to heat up their pop tarts. That's not how it's done. Use a toaster. What are we gonna do? Press the button. Press the I button. can't reach it, Jonathan. Jonathan, push. Wait, push the button. This is the opposite. Jonathan, unpress it. Please, do it,
0: Jonathan. Oh wait, no. How do you say Jonathan backwards? Young <laughs> storm. Young
1: John. I'm Okay, you heard us. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, we're back to normal. Whoa. our fibulating has been undeified again.
0: That's crazy to be fibulated like that. Oh, Young John, thank you. Wow. Now, kids, I hope that illustrated to you. Visually, through an auditorium medium like a podcast, what it looks like Did for you gravity. See it? Did you see it? You had to see that. I mean, you couldn't miss it, honestly. Now, uh, kids, let's, let's bounce it over to you. Um, if you lived in an upside-down kingdom, what do you think would be in an upside-down kingdom?
2: Well, probably some dragons who breathed ice instead of fire. Yeah, and probably some cool- they're like unicorns, but instead of a horse with a horse sticking out of its head, it's a horn with a horse sticking out of its head. Yeah, and also, there'd be a bunch of upside-down rules from the king, like like no kill telling kids what to do, because they're in charge. Yeah, or like the kids say, hey, it's time to go to bed, parents. Yeah, like when you go to a basketball game, every single person in the stands is playing, and the players on the court are watching. Yeah, and in this kingdom, the Big Bang Theory is actually funny. Yeah, and and care bears are bears that that don't care. They're called don't care bears. Yeah, and, and in this this kingdom, Indiana is is a place where where I want to live.
0: Okay, kids, that's that's enough. All right, um, my favorite one though was probably the the unicorn and the cornune That was that was creative. <laughs> Who just sneezed, and why is there glitter floating everywhere? And wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, Trevor, is that, is that a real unicorn? unicorn?
3: Well, hello, yes, my name is Queen Sparkle Shimmer Puffy Pooh, and I'm the unicorn who lives at the church. I love the color pink. I love little girls. I love braiding my mane with ribbons and bows. And I love overreacting when boys do gross stuff. Basically, I'm a seven-year-old girl. Oh, and one last thing you should know about me. I'm, I'm allergic to glitter.
1: Yeah, actually, it seems like every time you sneeze, a, a glory cloud of glitter comes out of your nose.
3: That's quite the problem, because not only am I allergic to glitter, but every time I sneeze, I sneeze glitter. We all have our girls to bear.
0: So, wait, you sneeze glitter, but you're also allergic
3: to glitter? That
0: is ridiculous. Like, who's who's even writing these podcast scripts and creating these ridiculous characters?
1: For real? Well, well while we have you, Queen Sparkle Shimmer Puffy Pooh, Since you're the queen and unicorns are from a magical kingdom, what do you think would be in an upside-down kingdom?
3: Oh, that's such a special question. In an upside-down kingdom, it would be a magical place where everyone shares and everyone is invited. (laughs)
0: Whoa. Wow. More pink glitter is everywhere. Okay. Um, But what a delightful thought. Actually, you nailed it. That's how Jesus's kingdom was. It was upside down in the coolest ways. So uh, for example, uh, Jesus taught that the people on the outside are the ones who are welcomed inside in his kingdom. Like the people nobody noticed, the people who were bullied, the people who everyone thought were weird or who made really big mistakes that nobody liked. Jesus invited them to the party. And that is so backwards. Now, Trevor, I have a question for you. Yeah. If you could invite anyone to your party, who would it
1: be? Well, that's pretty easy. Ash Ketchum. Because if I invited Ash Ketchum and he was there, that would mean, therefore, he's real and his world that he's from is real, which means Pokemon
0: would be real. Oh, so Ash Ketchum's the one who made Pokemon. No, Tyler, you are so old. I am old. Who's Ash
1: Ketchum? He catches the Pokemon. He catches all 151 of them.
0: Oh, Okay, well, thank you for educating me on that. Um, Let's bring Scary Gary back in here. Scary Gary, uh, if you could invite anybody to your party, who would it be? Well, I would invite the lord of the turkey vultures to summon his bird army and join forces with me so we can take over the roads <laughs> the road is the domain of the turkey vulture, it's where they feast, and if we clog the roads, then we close the roads and if we close the roads we close the bouncy house industry, and if we close the bouncy house industry I'll never have to see kids having fun on them at church parties or birthday parties in their backyards
3: ever again. Vulture army, spread your wings
0: and fly with me to glory. A party to end all parties. Ooh. Okay, Gary. First off, turkey vultures are gross. They are ugly and nasty. And second off, shutting down the bounce house industry would be a travesty. The worst party ever. Why are you so scary? Anyway, so when Jesus walked the earth, he actually invited the people who were outsiders to his party. I want you to think about that boy who gets picked last when you play kickball or that girl who sits by herself at lunch or that kid in your class that, that maybe moved here from another country and hasn't learned a lot of English yet. All of those kids matter to Jesus. He loves them so much, but sometimes they get left out. And he says, But when he throws parties, those kids are on the top of his invite list. In Luke chapter 14, verse 12, it says that Jesus turned to the host at a dinner and he said, hey, next time you put on a dinner, don't just invite your friends and family and your rich neighbors and the kind of people who will return the favor to you. Invite some people who never get invited, the misfits from the wrong side of the tracks. You'll be and experience a blessing if you do. They won't be able to return the favor, but the favor will be returned. Oh, it will be returned at the resurrection of God's people. Now, here's another upside down way to think about the kingdom. And this is maybe the most important thing Jesus teaches about his kingdom. Okay, you ready kids? The way to the top is down to the bottom. The way to the top is down to the bottom. That's true in Jesus' kingdom. So funny story for you from the Bible. Um, James and John were two of Jesus' closest disciples and they were brothers. And they knew he was the king. But in Jesus' kingdom, they wanted to be second and third in command, right behind Jesus. They wanted their thrones to be right next to King Jesus' thrones. But they knew that Jesus was all like upside down and backwards and those who give the most, gain the most and all that. So so they were scared to ask him. So you know who they asked to ask him? Their mom, literally their mama. Because mamas will do anything for their little sweeties. And guess what? Their mom asked him. Now, kids, let me ask you a question. What's the craziest thing your mom ever did for you?
2: Well, one time, my mom defended our home from an alien invasion. Yeah, one time when I was really little, I covered myself in peanut butter while, while we were at a picnic, and a bear came out of the woods to come say hi, but my mama wrestled the bear and then put the bear in a timeout. Wow, one time my mom saved our entire family from getting the flu by diffusing essential oils in our house. Yeah, one time my mama screamed so loud when I didn't look left and right before crossing the road that not only did it stop me and save me, but it registered a 2.7 earthquake on the Richter scale.
4: I do not have a mama but I do know that every week the worship leader's mama comes to the office and drops off peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with the crust cut off, then picks up his laundry and does it for him. He's 31 years old. Maybe he should do his own laundry.
0: Oh, well, hey, hey, Roomba, nice of you to show up. And that's That's actually really embarrassing information on the worship leader there. He's 31 and his mom still cuts off his crust and does his laundry. Wow, is there anything else you'd like to share about the worship leader?
4: Yes, he also keeps his favorite stuffed animal in the bottom shelf of a filing cabinet. It is a purple narwhal that he plays twinkle twinkle little star when you squeeze its belly. Speaking of narwhals, can you please ask the unicorn to stop sneezing? It's the hardest thing to vacuum up. You know how you will get a birthday card from your friend, and it will have glitter on it, and the glitter will go everywhere. And when you try to vacuum it up, but the later that night you find a piece of glitter on your face, and then like two weeks later you find pieces of glitter still on the floor and the couch. It's very annoying. I'm a vacuum. There is nothing I hate more than glitter.
3: Well, tell us how you really feel, Roomba. How rude. I'm Queen Sparkle Shimmer Puffy Poo.
0: Okay, well, that's great feedback, everybody. Back to the mom and Jesus's story. So James and John's mom loved her little babies. And so she went and asked Jesus if they could be number two and number three in the kingdom. And Jesus didn't like the question. So he called the other 10 disciples over and Jesus taught them an important lesson about his upside down kingdom. You can find it in Matthew chapter 20. It says, when the 10 others heard about this question, they lost their tempers. They were thoroughly disgusted with the two brothers. So Jesus got them together to settle things down. He said, you've observed how godless rulers throw their weight around, how quickly a little power goes to their head. It's not gonna be that way with you. And here's the key kids, listen up. He says, whoever wants to be great must become a servant and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. So you see kids, according to Jesus, the way up is down. If you want to be truly great, then serve others. Jesus went on to say that that was exactly what he came to do. He he said, that's why I have come to serve, not be served. And then to give my life away in exchange for the many who are held hostage. And wow, kids, the king at the top of his upside down kingdom served his way to the bottom. Jesus said that he was going to give his life away in order to set us free from death. And that's exactly what he did. He didn't just talk the talk, he walked the walk. And guess what? He expects us to do the same. If we are the people of the king, then he wants us to bring the kingdom. He wants us to make sure that we make the people on the outside feel like people on the inside. He wants us to serve those at the bottom because that's how you get to the top. And the king gave his life so we could have life. So if we want to be great, we have to be a servant like the king. And in the moments that we do that, the kingdom of God is there because the kingdom of God is wherever or whenever God rules in your life. Now, on that note, Trev, you think you got an awesome song for us today? Yes, sir. All right, 30 seconds. Let me review the kids. Kids, thanks for listening today. Your vocab word was kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is wherever or whenever God rules. Your memory verse is Matthew 6.10. Jesus told us to pray like this. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now your prayer assignment today is simple. I want you and your parents to reflect on this question. How can I make God's kingdom present today? Like, is there someone on the outside I can welcome in or is there a way that I can serve in order to show others what true greatness is? I want you to think about that. Come up with one action item on how you can bring the kingdom and then pray and ask God for help. Now, last thing, secret word number three for the week, Trevor. What is it?
1: Secret word number three for the episode
0: is... Sauce. Sauce it is. Let's hear the song.
1: Well, you're looking for something to tell you about What the Kingdom of God is all about Well, look around To your left and right, those who treat others nice When somebody follows God over you and I Well, that's a hint right there See the kingdom here when your truth and love both reappear. I can see it now. I can see the kingdom come when you find yourself saying you will be done. Can you see it now? Say this with me. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it's in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it's in heaven.